Hello everyone, welcome to the Longkang Kitties. Uh, today we have Dan. <coughs> Designer Babies, Sounds Tasty Wong. Uh, we have Jerry. <coughs> Designer Babies, Yes No Maybe Tio. And then... Uh, <laughs> Jerry, your cat uh, sounds like he's got arthritis. And this is John Wang, your most handsome guy in the universe. Hello everyone. <laughs> I thought you were a cat. Why have you become a man? Who has become a man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jerry. I think he's a age-old dinosaur. And uh, <laughs> it's been too old, it's been too long. All his, all his uh, joints, the cartilage have turned to dust. Yeah, arthritis, man, arthritis. Hey, you're the one designer babies, uh. why? I don't think... Okay, maybe we go one round first. Uh, yes, no. No maybes? Fuck you, Jerry. Okay. Oh yeah, by the way, Angie's not here. She's uh, She has defected to North Korea. Yeah. Um, Kim Jong-un has offered her many designer babies. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Superior designer babies. Yeah. And then uh, she will be able to give birth to an army of feminists to take over Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> you must leave this in, okay? You cannot chicken out and take it away. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm going to leave this in. <laughs> Fuck Angie. For abandoning us in our time of need. Twice. Eating delicious Twice. Korean food. Wallah. Yeah, enjoying the nice weather there. No, it's like really hot lah, recently. Yeah. Is it either really hot or really rainy? Okay, okay. Back, okay I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll mm. go first. Okay, I, Dan Wong, stand with and agree with the general scientific community at large. General scientific community says yes, but slowly. Jerry, what about you? Uh, No. Yeah, no here as well. Holy fuck! Why? But you know the the problem is with this, right? Is that it's actually a Pandora's box. Ah, it's been open already. You can't you can't put the genie back in the bottle anymore. Uh, for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, we've been living under a rock. Okay. Uh, recently, a Chinese professor came out and said that he has performed genetic modification on the fetus. Right to make twin baby girls, what was it like immune to HIV? Was yes. it resistant, resistant? Resistant to HIV. Yeah. Um, actually, there's a whole bunch of context that surrounds the story. Uh, mm. Like what? Like I think the father of the twins is HIV positive. Positive, yes. And but the mother is not. And from what I understand, right, is that if the father is HIV positive, it doesn't actually transmit to the fetus. You mean it's not 100% chance? I think it doesn't transmit at all. Only if the mother is positive. And if the mother is positive, right, they can actually load her up with drugs during the pregnancy to reduce the chance by 95%. So it's like a very, very... You have a higher chance of being born with like some obscure genetic disease rather than with HIV if the mother is HIV positive while loaded on all these drugs. But of course, that's the so-called the mother's choice, right? This one, I'm not even sure like what the fuck is going on. My understand, like I said, uh, my understanding is that there's no need for the for the fetus to be HIV resistant to begin with. And second of all, why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We leave aside the the particular this particular scenario like, I think the wider topic at hand is a little bit more interesting to talk about human experimentation and especially on this kind of level on this kind of scale. I think it's fucking unethical. Like. I mean this. It goes beyond the pale, right, of what we commonly accept as ethical behavior. I think uh, one of the things that people don't think, don't know is common knowledge is within the, the, the genetic engineering community, they are already experimenting on embryos 
but they are experimenting on embryos as a, as a result. Uh, they want to get stem cell results. They are not experimenting on embryos to uh, carry these embryos full term into a living human. So the embryos are all marked uh, for experiments. They are not meant to be uh, born or conceived. Okay, wait, Jerry, just now you talked about that, right? Okay, in mm. your view, is that ethical or not ethical? That means experimenting on stem cells, right? But will ne- they will never become human babies. Ethical or non-ethical? Let's mm. say yes or no. Ethical or non-ethical? This is... Okay, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes, but uh, yes, because I do not believe embryos are uh, living person yet okay okay and uh the reason why i say that is because at the embryonic stage there's still a lot of things in between that can happen to prevent the embryo from becoming a fetus right 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 so there is a there is still a a big journey for the embryo to go through in order for it to become um a a fetus that's viable for birth okay so that that is the reason why i say uh, yes okay 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 john just now you use very harsh words you say it's unethical beyond the pale Okay, so of course, can you explain your statement? Why do you think that this is unethical? I mean, does it really need to be said? Yes, okay, it does, it does, so, it does. It so is. you are, first of all, the fetus has no choice in this matter. The long-term consequences of this experimentation right, will also not be fully realized until some time later. We don't know if this, if the, if the twin baby girls will be born with other defects, other deficiencies, you know, maybe learning disabilities or whatsoever. Like, there's, there's no telling what changing one piece of the puzzle will do to the big picture. I mean, maybe they have some inkling. Uh, there are people clearly smarter than I am who maybe have crunched the numbers and done the math. But the fact of the matter is that nobody fully knows what everything really does in relation to each other. We have some idea on some percentage of the of our genetic makeup, so and so forth. But... Really, this is not... I mean, we are playing God. Lah. Really, we are playing For God. For somebody who doesn't believe in God, you use the word God very often. Yeah, I know. Because I like to believe in the concept, lah, but I don't believe in God. Lah. But regardless, I think this one... I don't know. Lah. It, I, I, can't, I can't put it into words precisely, but <laughs> let's just put it this way. If I was the fetus, right, and then yes. I grew up to be whatever, I wouldn't... I, I would... I will sue the fucker to, to oblivion. <laughs> That's what I would think. Uh. Okay, okay. Let's okay. just throw this in there, right? You guys realize none of us are born with consent? No, none of us are born with consent. And and our parents, uh, whether they edit our genes or not, they play a large part of who we are as people. So our parents will almost always influence uh, our survival, our life and death and our future, regardless of whether gene editing is involved. Uh, if I was a parent and there is a chance to make my kid resistant to certain things, like whether it's HIV, whether it's uh, or, or potentially things like ALS, cystic fibrosis, Down syndrome, you know, anything I can do to give my child a better, better life, I will do it. Uh, I will do it. What if, without enhancement, you can do it? I mean, if there's a safer way to do things, I will do things. I mean, of course, as a as a lay person, I will not. Uh, put my child up for for anything high risk, uh. but if it's something that that I can discuss with a doctor, that I can calculate rough percentages, I don't mind taking risks. I I might be the very parent, the target audience who would who would uh, volunteer a child for my own child, right? For for such a thing, 
in the hope that my child can be a bet, uh, a more resistant human. Uh. I think that change is also very important um, because we 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 need to change and we need to evolve and we need to to as John puts it, play God, because if we don't, then then the human race, in the long view, uh, will be less resistant and less flexible. Whoa, and whoa, less whoa! Adaptable. That's a big statement to add there. Yes, what man, the John. You know, I'm taking the long view in this, man. I, I'm. I think Hang Earth on is a, a prison. Second. Why would the human race be less resistant? What are you talking about? Like, how can you explain yourself, sir? Okay, so if the zombie apocalypse, if something happens, if something very, and you you think is that this is this is a black swan situation, something crazy might happen that requires the editing of the of the gene. Okay, let's you know. Let's not talk about crazy things. Huh? Let's talk about very, very, very uh, like very standard thing. Okay, let's talk about about leaving Earth. So in the future, right? We will need to leave Earth. We will need to to shoot our the human race like a you know like a big fat semen out out into out into outer space to see other planets. And then what if you what if you require the editing of the human gene structure to survive in space? I so mean, you can do it do while you can do it while they are adults, right? You don't have to do it while while they are fetus. I, I mean, oh, the, this the, is, the wait, wait, so now you are bringing the, no, the, the not the, even fetus embryo. Okay, are we are we talking about the germline versus somatic argument now, or or do you want to get into this argument now, or do you want to? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so generally, right, uh, people are already editing babies, right, through the use of of um through the editing of these cells called somatic cells. So the thing about these these cells is that once you 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 you, you use these cells, they they will not be carried on to the next generation. So right now, if John, you were a little baby, and then you had a high predisposition towards cystic fibrosis, uh, by editing your somatic cells, uh, we can make sure that when you grow up, you know you have a very high percentage of not uh, succumbing to the disease. But however, after that, you marry, and then you give birth to a child, your immunity or your resistance will not get carried on to the child because it's only editing of your somatic cells. Whereas why the this guy, right, this uh, scientist, her, genitor, her, had, had such a big controversy because he didn't use this uh, somatic cell editing method. He he edited the fucking uh, gene line yeah. of the yeah. germline, sorry, germline of the human race. So yeah. these girls, when they marry men and then they give birth to the next kid, that the kid that's passed on will have this edited um uh gene structure. Yeah. So do I want this to contaminate my gene pool? Contaminate or improve, John? Well improvement is a subjective term now. Improve from what? I'm not dying of AIDS, huh? not dying of HIV. Yeah. Well, you, there's ways of not dying from HIV, which is, avail- which is already available. And like I said, there's no determining the long-term consequence of editing the, the germline of, of, of these girls. And then right now, the, the children that they create would then, you know, contaminate my, my gene pool, right? My, the, the gene pool that my children can, can, can choose from. Uh, it's interesting to note also the, uh, I've actually sat through the talk uh, that this scientist, um, uh, the, the very talk that he announced the, this thing. Uh, it wasn't a very long talk, maybe 15, 20 minutes. So he actually did say towards the end, he hopes that to be able to, if he is not able to do it, that someone else can take over and he hopes that the family and the girls will continue to be part of the study uh, so that they can actually see what's going on in, in the, the various years of their lives. So he himself has... I mean, probably as a scientist, you don't want to be, you know, 100% sure. 
but uh, from the slides that I've seen, all the all the tests that they've done with the embryos and um, uh, you know the the there is no real change in uh, the embryo that's pre and post uh, genetic manipulation from the numbers. From the I numbers. mean, we're just looking at it now, but we don't know what's like. I said, uh, the the consequences of this is just too far reaching. Really, there's no way to predict. Okay then. Okay then. Let's let's open up a new can of worms, right? Then, well, so far we've just been talking about disease resistance or uh, space adaptability. Why don't I edit my embryos to have three arms? Why don't I edit my embryos, uh, baby boy, to have a twelve-inch dick, right? I want to have a twelve-inch. Or <laughs> you know, let's let's do a bunch of cosmetic editing of of the germline. Why not? Why why stop? Why stop? Why stop at HIV being resistant, right? Uh, if we if we continue like I said the, the Pandora's box has been open and then we continue down this line right there's no fucking end to it the the object the there must be some objective measure as to what precisely is permissible and what is not where oh, do we that, draw that, the that line I agree with that I agree with uh, I think regulation is very important you know people will be doing what freaks like me or trolls like me will do exactly what you just said so to prevent these people from doing these things uh, I think the international scientific community and governments must regulate now uh. But I, I think that a blanket ban, like, cannot, totally, 100%, cannot, is a very foolish thing to do. I, I disagree. I think we should just totally ban it. It's, it's too crazy, really, the, the amount of shit that people can... And then this is on top of the stuff that we don't even know about yet. I mean, this guy came out and admitted it. But who knows how many of these scientists are going around behind our backs and already experimenting on people, already experimenting on embryos and fetuses. Right now, uh, it's... A wildfire waiting to happen. Shit is gonna fucking hit the fan, and then if we don't come down and say, okay, like we we need to get like fucking puritanical on this. We need to go back to the old days, weed out the heretics. Holy and, shit! This and, is and, a... and burn and, and burn okay, these okay, fuckers okay. to the stake. I, I see, I see where you're coming from. Okay, you're the puritan, and I am the radical in this case. I am. I I totally. I totally. Okay, look, John. A previous podcast, you once said that human technology or human the human race only improves when one person one genius or a few geniuses drag the rest of us kicking and screaming into the future so this could be what's happening right now i mean your talk is is okay i'm not disagreeing with you that there'll be big risks but then again then wouldn't it just be a matter of risk assessment and risk appetite when the people at the at the, the hadron collider decided to open microscopic black holes there there was a tiny 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 absolutely tiny percentage chance that the black hole would, would, would cause something catastrophic, you know, uh, but it didn't. So in retrospect, right, in history, right, we are like, okay, so they are, they are abdicated, you know, their decision to, to, to conduct the test was justified. We, not, we did not get eaten up by a black I, hole. I think there's a difference, or rather there's a, there's a big difference to be, to be uh, understood here is this professor, this professor he, when he, he, was, he was so secretive about it, he, doesn't even, he didn't even tell the school that he was working at that he was doing this. Yeah, actually quite sneaky. Yeah, yeah so he, he, actually, like. he actually went and did it without uh, approval, without uh, peer review. He didn't... Basically, what he's saying is, we're ready to do this now. No one is doing it. I'm going to do it, right? And he did it with, uh, with, in the Petri dish. It worked. In, on mice, it worked. On monkeys, it worked. So let's try on humans now. To him, that's like a pro natural progression. He alone, maybe his small team of uh, uh, assistants helped him out and they they produce uh, uh, two girls, right? But what you are talking about then, the Large Hadron Collider, whatever whatever happens in there is a consensus of all the artists, uh, artists, scientists, 
physicists, you know, mathematicians, and people who have a very good grasp of what's going on, they, they bounce the idea of each other and mm-hmm. they see what's possible, what's not possible, did the math mm-hmm. and realized that, hey, we should try this out because the math looks good. Everyone agrees, you know, multiple nations, scientists from multiple nations agreed. Okay, then it could go ahead. You know, it's not, it's not a, a case where uh, a mad scientist who has built his own Large Hadron Collider using money from I don't know where and to figure it out. So, you know, it's that, that there's a difference. And when I talk about a very minority group of people that drags the rest of the human race kicking and screaming in the future, I'm also not just talking about technological advances. I'm also talking about ideas and I'm also talking about how society is formed and, how, and what fundamentally we should do with ourselves and with each other. Democracy was a form of an idea, right? It's not, it, it didn't come out of a vacuum and it didn't, it didn't happen prior to a certain, to a certain age, correct? I mean, for the longest period of time, humanity was ruled in a tyrannical fashion, right? If I have the, if I have the biggest sword and I have the largest army, I'm most likely going to wear a crown on my head. The democracy, the idea of democracy changed all that and this is, this is a function of ideas. Technology is also a function of ideas. Now, there are, also, there are also other ideas, right, which in some respect might be considered superior to democracy. Let's say, for instance, communism. In the, in the, from the perspective of these ubermensch, right, from this like, very small minority of people who are extremely smart or capable, co- communism seems like the fucking best idea ever, right? Like, because I, I get to control everything. I get to dictate you know, who, who gets what and, and, and what goes where. So... Why, why don't I do that? Why, why not I, I just simply impose my will on everyone because I, I know that I'm so much smarter than everyone. But that doesn't mean that it's good for everyone. Like, it, it could, from a relative point of view, be quote-unquote superior, just like gene editing of, or germline editing of uh, embryos and fetuses. But that doesn't mean right, that it's, it's good for the human race. It doesn't mean that it's good for everyone. And I think this is where we have to be really, really clear about what we want to become as a society. Do we really want to start randomly imposing our will on creatures that are not even born yet. Creatures that haven't even begun to form, to, to understand the implication of why is it that we are imposing upon them. I mean, if you say that, yeah, life is uh, without consent, then kill yourself. Oh. I mean, and there's, no, there's no way around that, right? but I'm thankful to be alive. Oh. I mean, most of us are. Right now. I mean, being alive allows us to experience all these things that things that are not alive w- wouldn't. But then if to be alive and to be edited in a way that suits the fashion of someone else, right, is something very, very different. We are not comparing the same thing at all. I just know that if my child has an existing condition or there's an existing condition prevailing in this world right now that requires some form of immunization or gene editing to solve the problem, I, I will definitely do it. Uh. Think of all the potential, all the thing that can stuff that can be unlocked. What if in the future we can... Um, be edited so that we can absorb plastic. So we will solve a lot of problems. Maybe right now we can move on to another point. Okay, so right now there's a lot of contention within society about equality. Correct. There are some people who are already less equal than others, and this is a function of our just being born. Now imagine you throw in gene editing into the mix. I think your shit is gonna hit the fucking fan on another level that we cannot even comprehend. This one is. This is societal level, you know, it's like 
Imagine it, it can and but the worst part about this is it can swing either way. We have either some X Men type scenario where people who who genes has been edited are just relegated to being freaks of society, right? Or we have some I don't know lah, some other scientific dystopia where really is those people who can afford to have their genes edited remain at the top forever because they have some ability the rest of us don't have. Correct or not? I mean, this is going to make the inequity of our current society even worse in some respect if this was to continue unchecked. I am not entirely convinced that such a scenario will occur. Who who is to say that once the technology is commercially available, once the technology is implementable in a safe way, that it will not be unaffordable? I mean, it's not about affordability, right? It's about control, right? This is the already the wealth is already aggregated at a very top level, like the 1%. If let's say I am capable of having all this control, okay, and that I'm the I'm able to sell my technology to this group of people, then why don't I do it? And then once this status quo structure has been implemented in place, right, then there's no reason for us to divest and continue to share this technology with everyone else. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? It's not like... It's not like the washing machine, which improved the life of everyone because of its utility, uh, of its uh, uh, utility. Okay, it's not right? like a washing machine. So this in, this one right is, if I can, let's just say for example, me as a scientist, I can either improve the IQ of a fetus to two hundred or one hundred and fifty. So the two hundred one will be the premium, and I sell it at a million. Then the one hundred and fifty, I will sell it at one thousand. This could be a possible scenario, right? And then you have to take into account what kind of resources you needed to go and conduct all these experiments or to do all these procedures. So then the people with IQ 200 will now forever stay at the top because only the IQ 200 people can afford the million dollars to get their child uh, treated with this procedure. And then everyone else, right? Yeah, you can afford the IQ 150, but the IQ 150 now is the norm. No one else can afford the IQ 200 treatment. And then now we have this stratification, right? That's even worse than before. At least in the past, right? If you're rich and powerful or whatever, you could you could give birth to a retarded son and then your wealth will just die there. Right? And then the, the poor can give birth to someone who is smart and capable and then create new wealth for their own. Now, if we are starting way back at the germline, everything will be locked in place in perpetuity. There's no there will be no social mobility, there'll be no uh, changing of structures anymore. This is this is just like the immortality thing, right? Like Imagine if Hitler was immortal. If imagine if Hitler had created super soldiers, right? Like, w- would you want this technology in Hitler's hands? Okay, so what you're talking about, right? I can appreciate it as a science fiction scenario because I've read the books. I probably consume the same media that you have. Uh, you don't I, think this is a plausible? You don't think that given oh, course, our is our humanities, the violent violent past to each other, everything is plausible. Why not? Okay, let's let's look at it another way then. Okay, so we don't we don't talk about improving ourselves. Why don't I use this technology to to subjugate all Jews to have their children born with IQ less than hundred? Like I will just I will just use this procedure. Okay, all Jew babies from now on are IQ seventy. Man, I, I feel like you ran down the slippery slope. <laughs> Am you I just totally, you just totally took a leap and a tumble. I'm still not even there. You know? <laughs> I don't I'm think still so, like, no. I'm still like peeking over the edge. You have yeah. just went down the slope. Really. If there's anything, right? So going back to the, the two babies that were born, uh, the professor actually noted that they, he hopes that the family and the two girls will continue to, to come back for 
for evaluations and you know to be interviewed to be researched to see how this uh, the, what the result of of their, them having HIV immunity or resistance throughout their lives, right? So uh, if it is true, like what then what you said that you know at a germline level, if they are able to pass on their genes to the next next stage and the next stage and the next stage, if it's done at that level, that means eventually people that their offsprings will be HIV immune or HIV resistant. Right. So I, I do appreciate what John is trying to say as well, but if the if if that is the case, right, if the at 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 the very most, how, how many years will it take before those genes that you know the, the rich and powerful have created, right? How how long will it take for it to pass down? Right? Because eventually they are going to have to Unless you're telling me that they go back to the old e- Egyptian times, right, where they intermarry, or the old, uh, actually the the Hawaiians are are even worse than that because they only marry within the family itself. So un- unless you're telling me that you know they they're only going to do that, otherwise eventually the the, the you know the seed's going to leak out, and who's to say that these uh, rich and powerful people won't cheat, you know, and won't have sire different children, and they go out into the population and. Suddenly, you have pockets of 200 IQ people everywhere. Eventually, we'll, we'll all equalize, right? I mean, for maybe for a while, uh, these people will have an advantage. But after a while, it, it will equalize. All, all, all the situations that you describe and that John described are, of course, within the realms of plausibility. But still, this is not even this is not even something that is uh, going to happen in in like immediately. Like right now, we can't even do anything. There is no research done on it. The research is so new, and and I think. When I say you ran on the slippery, slippery slope and I haven't, it means I'm still looking at things like how to prevent diseases in babies, how to prevent, um, you know, even when, when you have your babies and then they do these uh, diagnostics, these prenatal diagnostics to look at your babies, how to avoid uh, diseases which they know will happen or to cure your baby even before your baby is born. I'm, I'm talking about things like that. Yeah, I haven't went that far down into the future about 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 social issues and a getaka type situation. No, no, no. Very interesting also uh, when, when John mentioned about the, the uh, Ashkenazi uh, Jew, Jewish, the Eastern European Jews, they, they do have a n- several known um, hered- hereditary diseases that pretty much one in four of them, nearly 20% of, uh, no, no, one in 40, sorry, 2.5%. One in 40 of them actually carries uh, the, the genetic markers for certain diseases that are quite prominent. Um, so if an Ashkenazi Jew uh, marries another one and they have kids, there's a very, very high potential that their, their children will have things like uh, cystic fibrosis and so on and so forth. There's, mm. there's actually a whole list. And um, in Israel, what they do is they actually, they actively DNA test couples. And with, if the couples are, are found to have these genetic markers, they would actually advise the couples to either not have children or to adopt. So, so there are, I would say, in my opinion, having knowledge of the, the human genome is good in the sense that, you know, there are these kind of things that we can avoid. But at the same time, I'm also curious, how far can this uh, CRISPR-Cas9 technology go? Because this is a very recent thing that they discovered. Uh, how to use this particular technology to edit genes. And yeah, like, you know, in, in a way, I'm also asking how, uh, like like what John is asking, how how do you know how far it can go? John, you know? um, would you still burn the people who, who who say that, okay, we will never experiment on humans, but we will experiment on cats, pigs, goats. We would we would use um, the knowledge that we have to edit their um, genetic structure instead of humans. No, no, of course not, no. Why would I do that? 
I don't care about animals. Okay, so you 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 condone? Is it condone? Yeah, condone. So you're you're okay with that? If they if they experiment on pigs, cows, anything that is not a human. I mean, the process of experimentation, right? It's just a okay. Science is just a tool, correct? It's it's just like a is is no more evil than a hammer or a gun or a gun, right? It's the implementation that is terrifying and and that is scary and possibly illegal or unethical or the internet. Yeah, right. So the this you the pursuit of knowledge is not a bad thing. Naturally, we can aggregate the knowledge and say, okay, you know, this is this is possible. But for us to take the next step and to experiment on our own and to say, okay, you know what, Here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make you resistant to whatever XYZ. This one is one step too far already. So aggregation of knowledge is not a bad thing. But to say that, you know what, I'm going to experiment on humans. And furthermore, in this particular case, basically being being really fucking sneaky about it, you know, there's no oversight, no peer review, no fucking anything. I mean, he could. What if he have killed the 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 fetuses? Right now, then then what happens then? Does he cover? Does he get to cover cover them? I mean, he got away with it now because maybe he's lucky or maybe he's smart. I don't know. I think the the Chinese authorities are actually clamping down, and he's probably getting into some trouble right now. He he actually chose the 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 venue very very specifically to release as well. It was it's held in Hong Kong actually. Actually, you mentioned that he's quite a quite a cunning individual. You see, you said that his uh, revealing was well planned. Yeah, yeah, I think so, lah. I mean, the way that the way that all this was conducted and the the way that the media picked up on it, I'm not. Really, I don't know how else to explain it other than this guy seems to have it all down, lah. And then you know, like what Jerry said, he he's in Hong Kong and whatever. He's in a good position to to run away if he needs to. He seems a bit sneaky about it, and uh, at the point when he revealed it, right? It, apparently, his either his bosses doesn't know, or he has already been fired by the school. Uh, part of the experiment, part of the implantation of the embryo, actually, uh, the the money came from him. Yeah, I, I just wish he wasn't so sneaky about it. Uh. now I'm, I'm I'm worried that you know, like um him being sneaky will discredit his work regardless of the of the truth behind it and people like john will be inflamed by his sneakiness and or or let's say uh fields of research that are in the fringe of gene editing will suffer from his uh his uh you know because when when he when he's being sneaky the public will will blow up about it and because the public's ill-informed, anything that has to do with gene editing, they were like, oh, it's dangerous. It's yeah. a travesty against God. And then they, they were... They but I mean, you look at it in a way that is extremely positive now. Here's the fact of the matter. Uh, if you remember in the Marvel Civil War, right? I mean, I think all of us watch it. Uh, and I know Angie didn't watch it. I didn't. Yeah. But anyway, in the opening wait, wait, wait. scene, right? Which, were, which, which Marvel Civil War again? Captain okay, America Civil War. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 so okay, in the opening it, scene, right, they were in some third world African country and they were trying to prevent some arms deal or something like that. Lah. In the process of taking down the bad guys, entire building collapsed or got blown up and hundreds of people, hundreds of innocent civilians died. Now, you can say that for the, for the good of one particular thing, you know, the sacrifice was worthwhile. But if you are stand, if you are one of those that is being sacrificed, would you think that is a good thing? And this is the very same scenario right now. Like I said, first of all, did he actually experiment on others? We don't know. 
did he actually fail before? We also don't know. Yeah, is this the right? tip of the iceberg? Is this just the tip of the iceberg? I mean, now he's able to so-called get... Like I said, there's no really no telling, right? If what happens if he actually did kill the fetuses? Then would he just cover it up? You see? That this is... This is an example, right, of someone going rogue to the point where there's no oversight or anything and then he can literally get away with murder. And I think this is... I this don't is believe the, in the... Uh, so, I, I, we have talked about this. We've argued about this before. Hang on again. Yeah. I know you talk about this before. I know you, do, I know you are pro-choice. But don't forget, you know, the parents want these children. And no matter if you're pro-choice or pro-life, right, the fetus is given infinite value the moment the parents want the child. I think one of the other things that bear to be made known is exactly what John said, you know, it might be a tip of the iceberg because this is the only pair of twins that are successful. How many embryos did he genetically alter and how many of them did he try to bring into conception? Uh, I think that's also a very important point to take note of because I'm sure it's not this couple came and, hey, we have a very interesting proposition for you. Um, we want to make our child HIV uh, immune or HIV resistant because the father is HIV positive. I, I really did wish that he had done it in an accountable fashion. Yeah, it's more transparency, hard. right? Yeah. yeah, because then again, I, I don't want to know that he has got, like, if he has experimented on somebody before and somebody has died, that would be terrible. That would be terrifying. Oh, and, and also, like, uh, previously we've also mentioned that, you know, the, the wait, ghost... wait, 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 Jerry, I'll interrupt you here, even okay. though I'm told not to interrupt. Do you consider an embryo mm. to be a human being? Didn't I just answer that question? No, you tell me. Tell me. Tell me in in one hundred percent words. Looking at my eyes, cells, cells, cells. Yeah. If it becomes a fetus, then you know if there's a viability of it transforming into life. Okay. A fetus is, I would say, has a heartbeat. It's life, right? But at the same time, where 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 do we draw a line? I'm I'm also very conflicted. I I cannot tell you a definite yes or no right now, right? But this is also the reason why I'm always giving maybe answers or yes no answers. I, I uh two two things come to mind. Uh, just to just to shift the topic a little bit to the side. The first thing that I that came to my mind is that I think this would be like Lee Kuan Yew's wet dreamer, because he's like yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he's he's so he's into a... eugenics. He's so into the. Cause that's the first thing. The second thing is I'm trying to to think. Uh, and look into myself and see why I have this almost desperate need to, well, I feel that things need to progress, things need to change, the human body needs to change, the human, human evolution has to continue. I, I'm trying to, this, you see, this, this is another thing that I cannot articulate well in words, but I I'm trying to look back I, at my past I don't to see think why you, I feel this way. I don't think you precisely want it to change, you just want to shortcut it. I want to what? Sorry. You want to shortcut it. You want to hack. You want to. You want to hack it. You want to hack the human evolution. You want to shortcut the human evolution. I don't see it as hacking. Eh? We are already evolving, whether you like it or not. Evolution happens constantly. The changes that you envision might occur in ten thousand years, but you want it next year. Evolution is messy as shit. It's um extremely slow, extremely tedious, and there's always some sort of trade off. And I think what most people want, especially people like you, Dan, is that you want to hack it. You want to shortcut it in a way that is clean, clear-cut, and it happens next year or, it happen or whatever. However, as a whole, right, I, still don't, I still don't see the justification for this type of procedure to happen. Because there's too much variable already, and we cannot control, we cannot predict. It's really just wild guesses, and 
I don't know. Uh, there's just too many imposing of view. The, the, there's no freedom in any of this. There's no there's no rights in any of this. Nobody's care, caring about the ethics of it. I think it is a little unfair to say that nobody is caring about the ethics of it. In fact, uh, in the International Summit of uh, Human Gene Editing, which was where you know this whole ruckus happened, many, many scientists were in favor of being conservative and being careful and being cautious, which I totally agree. I mean, they are the experts. I mean, of course, deep down inside, I wonder, like, yeah, I want, I want that science fiction scenario to happen sooner rather than later. But the the community at large from different countries has spoken. Uh, it's a cautious. It's a. It's a. We aren't ready for this kind of thing, so we must be careful. So. Jerry, I have a burning question for you. Why have you never proposed a magical moment before? It's been 30 episodes. I don't know, man. I don't know. No good reason, but you know, it's just more fun to think about how rather than what. How rather than what. Hmm. Alright, I'm out, I'm out of juice. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Uh, you, guys know, you guys know the history about this guy. This yeah, it's He Tian Kui. Is he's actually interesting because <laughs> what's his name? He Tian Kui. Tian Kui. 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 Yeah. It's a Kui. It's K U I. K U I. It's not G U I. Okay. So, uh, he he's actually the son of uh, farmers. Yeah. Right. He's a real Rex to riches kind of story. Yeah. So it's very interesting because he's he's born in 1984, I think. So he's, he's a son of farmers and he was he, he did well in school. He was given a scholarship to go to the US to pursue the, the, the field that he's doing now. Um, I think he changed uh, fields midway. He was supposed to go into physics, but he felt that the golden age of physics is over, so mm. he swapped to uh, biophysics. Mm. Very interesting guy. John, speaking of that, now we're talking about the person that the scientist is. Do you think... Uh, that this kind of scientist would have ever occurred within Singapore. This incident would have ever occurred within Singapore. Do you Probably think? Probably not. I mean, the reason why this a person like this can can happen is the the chaos that he was born in. Uh. So, for him, he sees no uh, ethical qualms in the stuff that he performs. Is possibly because he feels life is unfair anyway, and he just like fuck it. Whatever, do whatever the hell I want. I'll use whatever resources at my disposal. It just seems like that kind of guy. Uh, in Singapore, everything is too neat and ordered. Uh. Then we are all quite afraid to question authority. So, as a as a rule, uh, I'm not saying everyone, but actually, I want to throw something at John. So just now, John, you mentioned that you know, what if we create, or rather, what if the the the, the, the privileged few, like the one percenter, create this race or this uh, the offshoot of uh, humanity that's like super intelligent, super resistant, you know, they can survive and, you know, they're ingenious, they, they, have, they have everything, they have smarts, looks, right? But they're assholes on their face. No, 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 Sorry. no, 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 okay. But, but, okay, uh, one of the things that we, we've often talked about within uh, our podcast is the uh, e- uh, equality of outcome, right? So if, if all these, if all these uh, people are, are if, if the super privileged are given this kind of treatment, will, will there will there still be uh, this issue where there's an inequality of outcome? Like you know, obviously, you might have some guy who is like super rich and super hand, you know super smart, super handsome, 
and he's got a 12-inch penis, and then all he does is just use all his parental and scientific-given talents and just waste it on chasing girls. I think the, like I said, uh, the inequality, right, will just uh, widen. That's what that's my prediction. Uh. I think that's what was going to happen. <laughs> what, what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> what do you want me to say? No, just, just you know, throwing it out there, like, it, like you know, it, the 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 inequality of outcome, right? Like you know, if everyone is equal, or rather, if if the people at the top uh, go through this process to make their kids like super, super soldiers for their family wealth, you know, how how possible is it to for them to maintain, you know? In in a Singaporean context, I can only say that Gyasu parents will certainly opt for something like that. Uh. Uh, true, I guess. You will perpetuate what you're talking about even more, especially in Singapore. I know that I will do it as a parent. I, I, will, I, will, I will kill other parents so that my parent, my child can have uh, these uh, supernatural qualities that arise from gene editing. A fucking primary one registration is a good enough indication, right? Yeah, like what? What other topics can we segue into? You know what I hate, guys. What do you hate? I hate female self-defense classes. <laughs> hey, actually, yeah, uh, this one is an issue. You know, it's fucking dumb. It's fucking dumb as shit. First of all, there's only self-defense class or no self-defense class. There's no female self-defense class. And every fucking single one of these female self-defense class that I've watched, right, the YouTube videos or whatever, they're complete garbage. They'll get the woman killed. Like, uh, if you yeah, do yeah, any yeah. of this shit, trust me, you will die. The only self-defense for any women to know, you kaplakam pusing, you 180 degree the motherfucker, and you run like heck. You take off your heels first before you run. I mean, you kick off your heels as you run now, okay? But just run. Run away. Mm. Alright? And, and, and scream for help. Like don't 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 try to be clever. Don't don't try to kick the guy in the nuts, okay? Because in every one of those videos, the guy's legs are what I mean, the the men spreading on the on the fucking assailant, okay, will trigger ten feminists at once. No, nobody ever gonna nobody's gonna let you kick them in the nuts. Don't try to gouge out their eyes, okay? My my arms will will reach you before you try to gouge out my eyes. Alright, I even saw one right that is beyond the pale ridiculous. This woman is lying on her back and she's kicking her legs like frog style as though that would ward off the in- invader. Motherfucker, if I see that, right, I'm going to punt you. <laughs> like, I'm punting your fucking American football, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know exactly what YouTube videos you're talking about. Some of them, uh, uh, they act out the scenarios in an extremely, extremely unrealistic manner and it's very worrying because why people believe it there is like the real thing. I mean, let's, let's just, okay, I'm just gonna be, go on a record to say that I'm a, I'm a fucking pervert. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a good person. I'm actually a very bad person. And if you talk about imagining things, I've imagined killing people. I've imagined robbing banks. I've even imagined raping women. Now, I've not done these acts, of course. But my imagination can go anywhere. I can imagine fucking I'm a degenerate. god. Yeah, I can imagine anything. Because my imagination knows no limits. I can imagine anything. I'm not afraid to go anywhere in terms of imagination. And that's how I find certain, you know, ethical and, 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 and how I find boundaries to, to my own behaviors when I imagine the scenario. None of us should run for office. Huh? And, and I can tell you that in, in my, my rape fantasies, like, 
like what I'm doing will be very different from what those YouTube videos are doing. Uh. It's very, very different. Uh. I mean, you don't need to imagine raping the person. Uh. It's like fucking hell, you ever been into a fight before or you ever been in a scuffle, you know that this is exactly the thing that doesn't happen. I'm not going to white swing my arm, you know, like like I'm fucking skiving down, skiving down wheat. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, women's self-defense courses, don't take any of those. Uh, they are complete garbage. And take actual self-defense classes. Or just run away. That's the only self-defense you need to know. Like you, the only time you fight is really you have no other choice. You're back into a corner, and there's it's life or death. You know it's life or death. If you don't kill that guy, that guy is gonna kill you. Then you fight. If not, you run. Okay. And if it's not life or death, then bopian. You are just bad timing, bad luck. But at least you'll be alive. Don't do stupid things that you only get yourself hurt or get yourself killed. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of these uh, videos, right? They not only teach very wrong things, they 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 give very bad advice as well. So, hey, um, ladies, I'm not gonna look down on you if you run because I will do the same. If someone flashes a knife, I'm gonna. I'm fucking, fucking run. running. There's no like, like I know you guys think I'm big size and whatever, but the truth of the matter is, in any scuffle, in any fight, right? You cannot control the outcome. Really, there's no way. Anything can happen. Literally, anything can happen. Some guy got sucker punched in the jaw, he fell, he knocked his head on the curb and he died. Like, this is outcomes that you can't control. I'm not gonna fucking try, I'm not God, I'm not, I'm not even an MMA fighter. I'm gonna run. Alright? Even if the guy is like smaller than I am, I don't care. Are you gonna somehow bring this into the, how uncontrollable the outcome is in regards to gene editing? <laughs> Welcome to John's Medical Moments. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna do that. Um, you know what? How about this? How about in John's magical moments? Okay, right? okay, 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 okay. We come out with uh, a terrible female self-defense move. Okay, like just, okay. like come out with something that is like the worst possible thing you can imagine. Okay, okay, okay. So because females have wider hips, right, and then more flexible yoga yoga moves, they can do like scorpion kick. So what happens is that when a male approaches you and grabs your your shoulders. What you do is that you just bend down, like with your your head touching your ankles, and then your the other ankle leaps up in a scorpion kick, just like how you do in a yoga class, and then you catch him in in, in unawares. It's like this, like a sucker punch, but only girls can do it. Okay, your turn. <laughs> okay, that's truly terrible. Uh, three out of five stars. <laughs> okay. Okay, for me, I think. Okay, if you're cornered, then this will be a very hard move to pull off. Okay, but if you're okay. not cornered, I would uh, suggest flash your tits and run. That's really sexist of you, eh? Why do you... Why do you... Terrible 2 out of 5 stars. <laughs> okay, I got another quick one. Sorry, quick one, quick one. What do you do is that you either get yourself involved in body modification or genetic editing, and then you edit your vagina to have teeth. So, with your vaginal dentata, which is greatly feared by men... You, you, there's nobody who can rape you unless unless it's somebody whom you truly love because true love overcomes all things <laughs> including vaginal teeth uh, terrible one star out of five uh, if I see teeth in your vagina I'm just gonna fuck you in the ass <laughs> you're, you're not gonna knock out the teeth huh? oh I take a pair of pliers with me everywhere this is a prison Wait, rules teeth. man 
One this, one out of five stars. Terrible. This is hey, so let's, wrong. let's hear yours, John. Come <laughs> this on. This is so wrong. Man. Um, yeah, sure. I would um, advise that you carry a, around with you statistics on the wage gap, <laughs> <laughs> and you start um, exposing the the truth of the patriarchy to your assailant. As long as you talk enough, the guy would just give up and yeah, oh, shit. You know what? You got yeah, me. You feel ashamed. You fucking got me. I'm. Change my ways. I I will not rape people now because I know the wage gap is real. John, did we just get suckered into a... Yeah, into I think we a, did. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> did you just sucker us into one of these arguments where uh, we, we make fun of, of, of feminists? And that's the show, guys. Thank you very much for listening. 